Welcome to the I-29 MUU Dairy Podcast. I-29 MUU University is a consortium of land-grant universities in Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota, and Nebraska. This podcast covers timely news, information, and research for today's dairy industry. Welcome to the I-29 Moo University Dairy Podcast. I'm Kim Clark, Extension Dairy Educator at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and I am pleased today that I'm joined by Jorge Delgado with Alltech. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Jorge. Thank you very much, Kim. This is a great opportunity and looking forward to have a great discussion. Today we're going to talk about animal activism, but before we start on that topic, Jorge, tell us a little bit about your position with Alltech, and then tell us how you got started on the animal activism. So I, I work for Alltech, and Alltech has a uh, Alltech-owned farm division, which is a value-added support resource for dairy farmers. So my role with the team is to support dairy farmers training their labor force. All practices, all the way from calving to feeding cows. We have several training modules, and our producers, they have access to these modules. I come to the farms, and I do the the trainings, mainly in Spanish, of course. And the reason why I get into training people on animal activism is because if you see the videos that animal activists they've uh, launched in the past, the, the, the common uh, thing is people mistreating animals, of course. And unfortunately, the people mistreating animals are being dairy workers. And in my opinion, dairy workers are not informed about what an animal activist is. So they are the target for animal activism. So that's, that's why um, I want to inform dairy workers and, and the farmers about animal activists and how the workers can protect what we have and what they have. You know, as I think about animal activism, there was a, a video that was released or uh, I guess animal activist group threatened to release a video from a dairy farm here in Nebraska. It was a calf ranch where this video was recorded and it started out from an employee that walked onto the farm looking for a job in the winter and shared his experience and, and talked about needing a job and the, the calf ranch needed employees and checked everything out. They thought this employee checked out great, had um, ag experience and hired him. Well, come to find out this animal activist employee uh, was actually undercover in recording video. Thankfully, the calf ranch did nothing wrong, but the animal activist group did try and spin the videos and portray it as if animals were being abused. Yeah, that, that, that's very common to see, you know, what, what we are hoping and, and trying to do with informing to the employees about what an animal activist is, is that hopefully they can see these things before anything happens, before even a person can pull out the phone out of their pocket. If you if you think about it, Kim, most of the, the workers for calf ranches, for feedlots, for poultry, swine, even for dairy, they are Latinos. 
and, and for the most part, these these people they come from no, for, from any agricultural background. And a lot of the times, these people is the first time working with animals. And I, I'm going to ask you a, a question. You know, if you think about you know Latinos with no agricultural background in in Latin America, there is not a lot of animal activism. And you know why? Because in poor countries or developing countries, you know, animals represent food. And those resources, we have to work hard to get to those resources and to get to protein, especially coming from animals. So for us in Latin America, there's not uh, an existing very aggressive animal activism groups because we have to fight for food and we have to eat. When we come here to a, a country, you know, where it's more developed, then you have choices. What I'm trying to say is people that come here to work in the animal industry, they don't understand what animal activist is or what an animal activist is doing on the farm. So I think the first step that we have to take is to teach the employees, the workers, either on a dairy farm or a feedlot or anywhere, what animal activist is in the mode of action and how they work and why they they want to do what they want to do. So that's the first thing that we have to, the first step that we have to take, Kim. It's really amazing to hear how different the cultures are. You mentioned the developing countries are raising animals for food. And the other part of that in developing countries, they may not have the size of farms, of family farms that we do here in the United States, which is a developed country. When you go onto farms, what do you tell the employees? How do you portray an animal activist or what how, what do you tell the employees to look for? That, that's a great uh, question, Kim. And, and to be honest with you, you know, the, the first thing that we have to um, explain to these, the, these, the people, the workers, we can't start the conversation about animal activists if we don't know who they are, the workers, and let them know how much or how valuable they are to, to this industry either dairy farms or, or beef lots or swine or poultry, anything like that. The, the first thing that we have to do to enroll in this conversation is to make them feel that they are a very important part of this industry. We have to make them buy into this. If they know that they are very important to this industry, animal agriculture, then they will know that they need to defend this industry against any threat. That's the first thing. And that's, I think, we're missing a lot on, you know, this industry. We ask these guys to be efficient. We explain these guys, you know, that they need to follow in protocols and SOPs and et cetera. But we don't tell them enough, look, your role is very important. What you do is very important for this country. What you are doing is feeding this country, this nation, and... What you do is very important for my family and your family. So once they identify that what they do is important for your family, Kim, for my family and for their family, then they're going to start defending what they have and against any threat. So what is the threat? Animal activists. So that's how you start the conversation first. And then you, you explain what an animal activist is. So they say, look, I'm important. I want to hear more about these. Tell me more about these because I'm ready to defend what I have. I think that's such a great point. Not only talking about how important it is that you're raising animals for food, but 
you alluded to making them feel part of the team. And I know when I go on to dairy farms, I can definitely tell employees that feel that they're part of a team to produce milk and raise livestock that are well cared for, that are going to produce food for our country. And then I can definitely tell the farms where uh, employees are not explained the how to do their job and why they need to do their job. They're told what to do. And so I think that is really important there. Yes. And, and again, you know, Kim, going back to what I explained before about, you know, the difference between the cultures from developing country versus, you know, a, a country like the U.S. If, if you go to the, the dairies and you ask these, you know, the, the workers, the dairy workers, guys, have you seen uh, videos of animal activists, you know, being in, uh, shown on YouTube or anything like that? No, we, we haven't. Um, do you know what an animal activist is? No, we have no idea. We ask this question over and over again, and 99% of the dairy workers, they have no idea what an animal activist is and how they work and what their intentions are. So that's why, you know, the first step is to get them involved and explain what an animal activist is so they can defend what they have. You know, all, all of us, we have, you know, drivers of motivation and one driver is the driver to learn and the other one is, you know, the driver to defend. So if we can accomplish those two, we can have these guys really defending what we have. Uh, the animal activists, they, they can pull up phones from their packets, cameras, video cameras, trespass, and everything like that. And the employees are the ones there looking after our cattle for 24 hours. So if, if they understand who they are and their purpose, if they are ready to defend, they will be our first line of defense. So that's the, the motto that we have to use here, that they can be or they are our first line of defense. As I, as I go on to dairy farms, and now after the incident that happened in Nebraska last year with an animal activist, there's several key pointers I always try and, and remind dairy farmers about how they protect their farm, their employees, their livestock. And just some of those are, you can post signs, which are great, but you also need to be cognizant of your surroundings. So who's on the farm? And with a dairy farm, we get so many people that come onto the farm every day that employees may not think twice about it. But I always recommend all employees question everyone on the farm. Who are you? What are your intentions? Where are you going to be on the farm? How long are you going to be there? And that's especially important if there's no procedure in place for when a visitor comes to the farm that they should check in at the front office. The front office should also get their name, contact information, and give them some kind of identifying piece of clothing or something to identify that the visitor has been vetted and they're okay to be on the farm. So just knowing who's all on the farm is really important, but are you seeing more activity driving up and down the road? Are you seeing a vehicle that you haven't seen before? And what's going on in the sky above you? Are you noticing a drone? So those are just some of the recommendations I provide for my dairy farms to protect themselves from animal activists. Are there additional measures that dairy farmers can take? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, th- those are great, great points, Kim. Um, the the one thing that it comes to my mind, you know, like when when we're talking about these, you know, rules and regulations established on a facility to be aware and be careful about animal activists is also to have in mind that a lot of the the workers, especially being Latinos, they have a lot of respect for other people. In 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 some instances, or a lot, they will be kind of a uh, shy or not ready or not prepared to confront or ask any questions to anybody. Do you so, think some of that is also the language barrier? It, yeah, it could be the language barrier, of course, you know, not be ready to say the right uh, word or just be shy that, you know, somebody will make fun of, you know, how they say words or definitely not just to know at all how to say those things, right? But still, you can use your body language and express, you know, uh, that you are not happy with a stranger being on the farm and, you know, direct that person to to the office. There there are several ways, even if you don't speak the language. But uh, it it comes to just, like, make that worker really uh, prepare uh, about being ready to encounter an animal activist. And it comes back to to information, and and I think the the first thing is just to let the employee what what is an animal activist and what is what is the difference between animal activists and what is animal welfare. So I think what we need to do and discuss is the definition of an animal activist and what is the difference with animal welfare, what we do on dairy farms. So Kim, what would you say to uh, a worker the definition of animal activism and animal welfare? I would say an animal activist is someone looking to portray the animal industry in a negative manner, looking to harm the industry. And animal welfare is someone looking to make improvements of the industry for better care of our animals. I guess with the animal welfare, I think of the the farm program, the farmers assuring responsible management program. And when I think of activists, I think of PETA organizations. Exactly. That is exactly the first step. Yes. Um, so look, when you say something like that, then an employee will, will say, look, you know what I'm doing, you know, I'm waking up every every day, every morning to fight for my family, to feed my family, to feed this nation, to milk these cows, to handle these cows. And somebody like that will come here and, and threat what I'm doing. I'm going to defend this. So I, I think that's a good definition, very clear definition, very easy to understand. Now we have have the worker ready, right? And now we can set up those rules. Look, if you see something that doesn't look familiar, doesn't belong to the team, please report this immediately to the boss, to the manager, to the parlor manager, to the leader, whoever that person is. And and there are so 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 many rules, right? I think reporting is should be the number one to avoid confrontation. So many, many farms, they also, you know, like you you mentioned, there's a lot of signs that it says if you have to first have an appointment and second, you have to report to the office, that has to be mandatory. So nobody will be found walking on the pens or the parlor or anything like that. And if the workers are, they, they are aware of that, if they see somebody, they, they will have to say, sir, report to the office. And the other thing is, of course, have a schedule for visitors from such time to such time, you can visit the farm, previous appointment and previous visiting, checking with the office. So if you see somebody at night, it's like, oh, wait a minute, what is this person doing here? 
what is this person taking pictures? And then the other thing is, you know, the, like you mentioned, the policies about drones and cameras, pictures, it has to be very clear. You know, as a consultant, and I'm assuming you working on there, sometimes you pull your phone, your camera to take pictures of, you know, tea dance or, you know, cow comfort or anything like that. And nobody says anything because, you know, we are used to see that and the good intentions behind it. But if the, the worker is aware of those rules and regulations and they will say, sir, uh, what are you taking pictures? Or, uh-uh, no, 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 you can't take pictures here. Please refer to the office. Or, I'm not aware of your visit. Please uh, go back to the office or report to the owner. And I have been stopped. I do try and be cognizant of what are the farm policies on videos and pictures. And I do ask. And there have been times where employees have stopped and said, hey, we have a no photo, no phone policy. I've even, um, they've even handed me a piece of paper that says Kim has permission to take photos for educational purposes. Um, and so that's, that's another step that I do really appreciate dairy farms having is just that additional measure. So I think that's a good point too of giving employees permission to stop in action. And I think that's one thing that without permission, employees are a little more hesitant. They're a little more shy, as you mentioned, you know, maybe a culture language barrier. So they'll just continue on with their work. But once they're given permission to stop any of those actions, uh, I, I think um, they're more willing to do that when they see those actions occurring. That, that's a great point, Kim. Um, and, 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 you know, unfortunately, you don't see that a lot in, you know, in a lot of the, the, the places, right? That, that's an excellent, you know, rule to, to follow and an amazing regulation and an amazing support from the, the farm to the, to the worker. But you don't see that a lot, right? So we need to, you know, keep informing people and sharing like, like, like the idea that you just share with more and more people. That's, that's an excellent idea. The, the other thing that comes to my mind besides, you know, all the uh, common recommendations that you know animal agriculture alliance gives or the farm program gives or people like yourself it's to also remind uh, the workers at the beginning or any time during the meeting um, you know dairy farms or any other industry they host uh, meetings quarterly monthly weekly to always during these meetings remind to the workers um, guys you know have you seen anything uh, guys are you following these procedures guys have you seen anything you know suspicious Check, check, make the checking uh, part of, you know, the, the culture of the dairy against animal activists. You know, there, there are several dairies that they always, when they start a meeting, they always start with a safety check. Um, you know, how many injuries we have or if they've seen anything that we need to fix. I think animal activism should be part of every meeting. Check, have those always, those, those checks to make sure that, you know, everything is, is fine and we don't, we don't cat anything before it's too late. So, so the other thing is that, you know, like every time that you, that you watch a video before of, you know, uh, people mistreating animals, what, what you can see is a person that it hasn't been trained about, you know, how to work with animals. So remember again, you know, a lot of the, 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 the workers coming to work in this country, they don't have an agricultural background. They, they haven't worked with animals before. So when they come here for a lot of these, these people do something new. So I, I think, 
think if we can train these guys on proper cow handling or any other animal handling and, and make these guys understand how to work with those animals, I think we can cut a lot of those problems. If, if they know the flight zone, if they know how to handle cows, um, and they, if they know how the cow thing, I think we can minimize a lot of these issues. Um, so for the farmers, please give training on animal handling. And for the workers, if you haven't received any, please ask for animal handling training. And the other thing is to recognize that this is a hard job. You know, you, you are with animals working 10, 12 hours a day, and sometimes it's frustrating. It's, it's very tiring. So the other thing is to tell workers to recognize, you know, when they are tired and upset working around animals, it's okay to take breaks or let people that they are not ready to be around animals or to work more hours and stuff like that. It's, it's okay to step aside and, and say, look, I'm upset. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm not going to take it against the animals. Uh, I'm going to step aside. So I think those two, those two things came are very, very important. So first, the training on animal handling. And the second thing is just recognize, you know, when you are upset and not taken to, to an animal. On the training videos, uh, so the National Dairy Farm Program, which we mentioned earlier, they have a number of great training resources available on their website, and that's nationaldairyfarm.org. And those training videos, if you haven't looked at the website recently, they're broken down by uh, different categories. So animal handling, euthanasia, calf care, and it just goes on and on. And so those aren't videos that the farm program produced themselves, but they're training videos that others have produced. And the farm program felt that they're great resources for training. And a lot of the videos are in English and Spanish. And so that's going to be beneficial too for our four trainings. Yes, Kim. And then there's also, you know, an, a new video there that you can watch about, you know, training about animal activism. And the nice thing about, you know, that video is that once the, the workers or the employees watch the video, they can print a certificate, a small diploma that, you know, is going to make these guys proud of, you know, what they know, what they learn and what they're going to defend. Yeah, another great reminder. So the last few minutes we've talked about just some pointers to remember related to animal activism. I think the last point you made is start all of your meetings and trainings with an animal activism check. Similar as if we're starting any meeting, it's just a, a standard check that you need to have in place. Also, uh, we talked about policies. What policies does the farm have in place related to video, picture, drones, cameras, all of that. Another reminder to stop animal activism. Make sure that everyone coming onto the farm has an appointment and that they report to the office. Another important reminder is give employees permission. Give them permission to talk to anyone on the farm if they see a policy that is in place not being enforced or neglected to halt it. Employees need to be the first line of defense. And so once the employees are trained on animal activism, what it means to be an animal activist, the difference between that and animal welfare, the employees will really help the dairy farms protect themselves, the employees, and their livestock. 
So thanks for joining us, Jorge, on another episode of I-29 Muyu Dairy Podcast. Be sure to check the episode notes for links to additional resources and also information from our sponsors. I-29 Muyu is an equal opportunity provider for the full non-discrimination statement or accommodation inquiries go to extension dot iastate.edu forward slash diversity forward slash ext.